Hey podcast family, it's your girl Celeste again from CB Deal. It's another beautiful, wonderful, fantastic, blessed Friday. So I'm coming to you today to talk to you on a topic of stepping out on your dream. Stepping out on your dream. Um, the thought came because, I, you know, since I've been advertising a lot on social media and I've been uh, showing a lot of people all the projects that I'm working on, a lot of people ask me, you know, how do you find the time or how are you doing it with, you know, the fact that I do have a job, I do have what I call career, uh, I do have a husband, I do have children, I do have grandchildren, and, and most importantly, I have a life. <laughs> yes, I have a life. So they was asking me, how do you uh, find time to write or complete all these projects? And it's just a basic answer for me is that I have a lot of support. And so then I began to think about, well, what about the people that think that they don't have the support? So I began to reflect back, like I always do, how I began my journey as an author. And when I think about it, I think of the fact that uh, I just started writing. I didn't tell anybody about anything. I just began to write. And after I completed my first two books and I went on my third book, that's when I went to my husband and told him that I was writing this book and I gave him the, you know, the storyline, uh, what it was about. And that's the book, the making of the prince, what the plot was, what the theme was of the story and the character and things like that. And he said, I liked that. And when, when my husband saw my enthusiasm and I heard his enthusiasm, he said, look, don't worry about cooking. Don't worry about doing the dishes. I'll do everything I want you to write. It was almost like he, he shared my vision. He shared my dream. He, he saw where I was going before I even got there. And it was, it was such a blessing. But the first thing before he can even see where I was going or share my vision is he had, I had to first step out on my dream. I had to first step out on it myself. And the mere fact that I stepped out, it was almost like the support, which is everything was just coming into place. I hope I make sense to you podcast family. It wasn't already in place. And if it was in place, I didn't see it, but everything because I, I took that chance and stepped out, everything was coming into place. The next thing I did is I, I went to my daughter, my oldest daughter, and I told her, I said, you know, I got these books. I said, but I got to find out where I go from here. She said, well, mom, you know, you're going to need ISBN numbers. I said, ISBN numbers. I said, well, I don't know what the ISBN number is. And now I did do a dissertation and the, and the dissertation does have an ISBN number, but the school did everything for, for, you know, as far as that was concerned. And so she said, well, guess what? She said a, a few years back I bought a hundred ISBN numbers I thought I was going to need them for the pro, uh, for the products that I was producing and I learned that I didn't need the ISBN numbers so you're more than welcome to use some so how many do you need so I said well I only need 10 just give me 10 if you give me 10 I should be good my daughter was so happy in contributing to my dream uh that she even put on Facebook, support your mother by supporting her dream. And I, and I, you know, of course I liked it and all that and gave a a emoji and stuff like that. So there was another support, uh, uh, supporting, uh, resource that was being put in place for me. Then my second daughter, of course, my children, they talked to each other, came to me. She said, well, what kind of books are you writing? Prima told me she's giving you these ISBN numbers and what kind of books are you writing? So I said, well, they're basic uh, fiction, love stories and stories, um, mostly to motivate, to inspire, to encourage, um, hopefully young adults, because I want my granddaughters to read them. 
And so my daughter said, well, let me read, read what you wrote already. So I already had two books together, which was uh, Never Too Late to Bloom and Seasons Create Change. But I didn't have, uh, I was working on the making of the prints. So I let her read the first two. My daughter came back within two days and said, mom, I was so inspired, so encouraged. She said, those books are good. She says, it's almost like you were talking about yourself, but I know, I know some of your story. Uh, and I know that this is not you. Number one, you're not a lawyer <laughs> or, or, you know, and dad is not a, a doctor. So, <laughs> so she, she, you know, she went on from there. And then the next thing I did is I went to my son and I said, you know what? I began, this is when I began to tell everybody about what I was doing. Cause I was excited. You know, each person I went to in my family, they were making me more and more excited. They were inspiring me more and more, motivating me more and more just to continue to step out on my dream. So I went to my son and I said, look, son, son, I said, I need somebody to do, uh, book covers for me. I need somebody to edit my work. I need somebody to publish my work. He said, I, this was, this was his exact words. Mom, I got you. I said, you got me, mom, I got you. And so he said, hold on. He called, uh, the guy that does my book covers right now, Benny black. And Benny said, basically, he said, I would love to help you. He said, all I need you to do is send me the title and do a little blurb of the book. And he said, and, and I, and I will take it from there. So I did just that. I, I did the title. I did a little blurb of the book and that's been the beginning and it's still Benny and I story. And each time he never misses it. I never have to go back and say, Benny, well, add this here or change that. Or I don't like that is each time I'm more than, um, how can I say I'm ecstatic. I'm grateful. I'm, you know, I'm just moved by the covers that he do. And then, um, then my son said, okay, hold on. I'm gonna get you an editor. And so he, if he knew someone that wrote books, she actually, writes books for a living and so he got me her editor vanna b and vanna b and i been you know communicating and she's been my editor from from the first book never too late to bloom then uh he called another guy that wrote six books and he said and and he's becoming like internationally long known and he said who is your ask him who was your publisher now he didn't know i was on the other line he said tell you he said he said my mom wrote these books and I want, and I want my mom, my mom need a publisher. He said, tell your mom to go to bookbaby.com and they'll send her book internationally. They'll send her book all around the world. And I did just that. And then after I got all my things in order, uh, a friend of mine, a sister in law, I like to say, Terry came to me. She, she bought one of my books and she said, Celeste, she said, listen, we need to fix some things in your book. So you need a proofreader. Well, what I didn't know was that when you, when you are writing a book, not only do you need an editor, you should have a proofreader. And I learned after researching that a lot of times the reason it costs so much at publishing companies for them to, um, edit your work and proofread your work is because they have at least like three people that look at your work before it even goes out. Three different sets of eyes, three different areas of expertise that look at your book before it even goes out. So Terry Tyler became my proofreader. Now, the amazing thing is that Terry and I see each other awfully, but I've never seen Benny Black in person. I've never seen Vanna B in person, but we email, we text, we talk on the phone. Uh, we follow each other on social media, but we never met each other in person. And I say all of that to say this is that when you step out on your dream, all the resources and everything that you need will fall, become right, get right in place at the time you need it. And the reason I felt like, um, 
the reason I wanted to share that with you, because a lot of times, you know, especially when people ask me, you know, well, how do you do all of this? And I begin to explain to them or, you know, all the support I had. The first thing they think of, well, I don't have that support. No, I didn't have that support either. I stepped out on my dream and the support fell in line. I hope that makes sense. Everything I needed, every resource, every, every, every monetary resource, every, every physical resource, every human resource, all fell in place for me. Why? Because I stepped out on my dream and I had faith and I was persistent. I was motivated. I was consistent all of the above and everything fell in place for me. And you know what? The thing I love about is that that's not just my story. I'm sure if I talk to a, a lot of other people, they'll, t- they'll say the same thing. I stepped out. I didn't have anything. I just know my way and things just began to happen for me. I want to encourage you today, podcast family, to step out on your dream. Don't look at what you have in your hand. Don't look at who oh, your supporters are right now. You never know who your supporters are. And then now here's another thing. I got to just share this with you. Um, my son and I were talking one day. He said, mom, you're putting your books out too fast. You're putting out like, I said, well, I feel led to put out three a year. Now, remember, this is a whole new field for me, a whole new area for me. I don't know anything. I didn't know anything at the time about publishing books and about being an author. And he said, I think you're putting them out too fast. So it was, I got a call uh, a few months back. It wasn't recently, a few months back. And the guy is called, was calling me from a publishing company in New York. Now, he told me it might take some time, but he was calling me from a publishing company in New York, said they will, they may be interested in picking up uh, my books. Uh, you know, that way I'll be with a traditional publishing house as well and not worry, have to worry about self-publishing. They'll do a lot of my marketing, things like that. Of course, I got to share a piece of the pie, but in the end, I think it'll all work out. But one of the things he asked me is, how many stories do you have? And I said, I got 15. He said, 15? I said, yes, I got 15 stories. He said, how many are published? I said, right now I only have four published, but I actually have 15 stories. He said, well, he said, what I love about it, he said that, you know, most, uh, the fictional authors that they sign to their publishing company, they require them to be able to put out at least three good, two to three good books a year. And I have, I'm well above that two, three books a year. And so, um, he, he, he congratulated me because he thought I've been doing it for a long time. And when I told him, no, I just started last March, March of 2020. He said, March of 2020. He said, you didn't write before that. I said, not really, not in, in, you know, not in this way, not as fictional, uh, love stories, fictional stories. I just started in March of 2020. He said, you already have 15 books. I said, 15 books and I'm working on 16. He said, that's unhuman. (laughs) And I said, you're absolutely right because they divinely inspired. They're divinely inspired by God. So I want to just encourage you today because. A lot of times we, we, we get caught up in our thinking, caught up in what we see, caught up in what we hear, caught up in what we have. And it's not even about that. It's just about stepping out on your dream. Step out on your dream podcast, family, and watch what happens. God bless. Have a great week.